Hi everyone, welcome to the Mano y Mano podcast. We have myself, uh, your co-host uh, Eric, as well we have your other co-host Mike, and we are back, episode number 30. Three zero. Three zero. Three can zero. you believe that? Well, I can Wow. Sort of, maybe not. Well, I can believe it because we're doing it. But, I, can, uh, I, I have to believe it because we're doing it. So. Tangible number, though. 30 is a big number. It is a big number. 30. It's for two dudes just randomly talking about things on a Sunday evenings. Some Mondays. Yeah, and some Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It just depends on the week. Likely Sunday, though. Today, yeah. I get to share a little something with Mike that he uh, goes, what the, what do, what going on? And then uh, next, uh, what do we do next? Oh, 2020 predictions for 2020. Oh, yes. Non-political. We did. Right? We threw, threw a couple things in there for sports related, maybe a movie related and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so that was interesting just to kind of do that since we're almost rolling into 2020 here pretty quickly. Yeah. And then we uh, we, t- we we kind of ventured in the realm of space talk, space which we science. both really enjoy, oh, yes. and we have not nearly talked about it in the 30 episodes that we have now done. This is the first one that I think we've really talked about a space topic. It wasn't the entire show, clearly, but... And we will definitely do it more, because it is kind of our thing that we both enjoy, so... But it was fun to get yeah. into that for the first time because I told you yesterday and said, "Dude, this is going to blow your mind," because <laughs> it blew mine. Agreed. So, so yeah. what we'll, what we'll uh, do is, what shall we do? Should we do the same intro music or should we change it? I love our intro music. I'm gonna leave I'm it for a fan. Now. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of it though. I just think it's unique. Let's. <laughs> it's funny. I agree. Let's. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's give it to them then. Yeah. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, it's recording now. Yes. So, so everyone listening, we're going to uh, restart here. Unbeknownst to you, we just had about 20 minutes of technical challenges and really good conversation about some fun stuff. So we're going to try to recreate that or at least tell you what we learned, especially one thing I surprised Mike with, which is not a yes. surprise now. So you're gonna, you can pretend like you're surprised. Oh, I do that all the time. Remember, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't and know. I, know any, you, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're a no liar. Liar. Yeah, I'm a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. There's no question about that. Uh, so so about half an hour ago, I sent Mike a picture. I have an order I made on Amazon, and then I said, mm-hmm. and I told him that uh, I'm sending something to him for Christmas as a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and he was so proud of this gift. He so, he, yeah. he did it right there in the store. He saw. He looked at it, did some inspection, mm. and then said, yeah, I walked in the "I'm going to do saw, this right now." Christy right was now. with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I walked in the store, inspected the item, knew that you would love it. Got on mm-hmm. Amazon and fired one over to you, like one right these, away. <laughs> one of these things. Yeah. 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 I'm just All glad right. you. I'm just glad you own a truck. 
<laughs> well, me too. <laughs> well, uh, even more so when Christmas comes, my friend. Um, I, they, yeah, exactly. We shall see. You shall. The you suspense sh- is killing me. It will for four days. It's going to arrive on Friday. Yes. Yes. And I was telling everybody that you have a propensity to do this sometimes, but this is, <laughs> but this is obviously it's during Christmas time. It kind of makes sense, but we've done this in the past where he's just like sent me. All of a sudden, I get a package in the mail and it'd be like beard oil. <laughs> Here, try it. I heard it's good. Okay, and I've literally used it ever since. Same thing, hair gel. Boom. Like years, I've used this stuff. And I remember I brought it to you up a little recently. You're like, what stuff is that? I'm like, I don't know. The stuff you told me about like six years ago that I've literally used ever since. And I can only get it for like Amazon or wherever. <laughs> so that is, that's quite funny. Eric has this the little things. Instead of, instead of saying, hey, you should try this product, he just buys it and sends it to you, <laughs> which is the beauty of Amazon. That's the so. beauty. It's the beauty of Amazon. It is. And I think one time so. I did it without my name on it. So you were like, uh, this was you, right? And I was like, you, you, yeah. you got me. There's no fooling. There's <laughs> Your no... name's on it. <laughs> my na- Let's see, you had, you did hair gel, you did beard oil, yeah. and you also did the Ron Burgundy shirt. The Ron Burgundy shirt. And then shirt. we sent back up the Canadian shirts. I think, I think you sent you. me yours first. No, I think you sent me the Yeah, I think I did. First. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, was. oh, I got to find him a cool shirt, shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as cool, yeah. but, but cool. Cool enough. Always. So we started off a little bit about that. Oh, and also that you uh, were curious. You were going to send me a picture of the front of the house, and then I'd let you know you'd already sent a picture of that, and then you were thoroughly disappointed to when we went into a diatribe <laughs> that I should have just acted like Christy and just said, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll let know. you do it. Oh, what, what but then I said, wait a minute. Then I said, then I said, but then again, I didn't marry you over 10 years ago. I'm not obligated to do that. And then, and then says, and then I says, and then I says to myself, self, self, I'm, I don't have to placate Eric. Yeah. He's got, I don't have to, he I know he doesn't have a ring on my, I don't have a ring no. on my finger as uh, because of him. That's right. You know, no, so definitely. I don't need to do this. <laughs> I refuse. Wise, like wise refusal, my friend. Wise refusal. Absolutely. Hey, look, we have to do it. We have to do enough of this, you know, in our life, anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? We have um, to do enough of this stuff. Yeah. So we had two. To- so we had two topics on deck. Those were just mm-hmm. things that came up. Those were just filler, Th- fluff, just, as you just in, say. In warm up. That was the stretching. That was the mobility work. Oh, I, I thought it was the fluffer. You know what the fluffer is? <laughs> I know what the fluffer is. Yeah, come on, you know what a fluffer is. Yeah, best job in the you really best job know? in the biz, right? I I don't know. I, I maybe <laughs> so same concept. <laughs> yeah. What do you? What do you? We won't. We anybody who doesn't know what a fluffer is, go ahead and Google it. Google we'll it. Do that. And it ain't the yeah. bunny that shows up. Um, nope, it's not. It is not. It is not. Um, we were, uh, we're going to do our 20, topics were predictions for twenty for twenty twenty not not right. the political not the no. presidential. I mean that's coming or, up, sure. So, but yeah, no. Oh, or the more uh, the, of sports the, related, or yeah, more know, sports. Like well, that. whatever we want, right? You know, Oscars. Right. We weren't designing it on political. True. Oscars, True. Golden Globes, the People's mm. Choice Awards. Those are always all that stuff tough because you don't even know what's going to be out in two thousand twenty. Right. I mean, you kind of know. I know so, the Ghostbusters is coming out in 2020. Have you seen that trailer? 
So the new one, Ghostbusters I, Afterlife. I haven't seen it. It's really I, uh, good. Really good. Even Susan went, that gave me chills. I'm like, right? Chills. <laughs> it's good. It's that kind of nostalgia-esque. They're, they're clearly blending, you know, obviously old and new, but when you watched it, it was like, oh, that's got a great feel. You is know, it, when you see, Is it Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife? No. Yes. Yes. That's what it's called. Well, I already don't like it. Afterlife. Why? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. There's actually a really cool uh, document stuff on Netflix. It's well, you've maybe seen it before. The the shows the the toys that made us. Have you ever seen those? No. They they they've had a couple seasons and they get they they basically go over like some of like the most popular toys that we grew up on, like GI Joe. You know, Barbies, all those kind of time period stuff and yep. they kind of take you back through the you know how you know how it all came he-man how it all came about right and and you know so they they just started a new series the movies that made us oh okay and so the, there's only four yeah there only there's only four episodes right now i'm sure they're clearly going to do more but if the first episode was well five uh, dirty dancing oh, okay yeah. yeah clearly dirty dancing home alone Ghostbusters and Die Hard are the first four movies they're talking about. Wow. And so they take you, they take you from the beginning, you know how the movies got, you know all the stuff about the all movies those movies are pretty good place. except for Die Hard. Die Hard's terrible. Sure, yeah, well, that's, they talk about it though as ter- an action. What movie a terrible movie! Stuff. I know you hate that movie, so yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I like it. I mean, it's Die Hard, but I mean, I'm just you know, whatever. It's entertaining, but but it's neat because it takes you through these movies that we like, you know, yep. know like Ghostbusters. Clearly, Home Alone's a really good one too, and yep. you know they take you through the inception of it, how it came about, you know, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, and just all the stuff involved with it. And I thought that's a really cool idea, and especially for these iconic period movies like ghostbusters yeah. right so that yeah. was really a good one too as well and they give you a lot of tidbits a lot of stuff in there that's you know like um bill murray and harold ramus not really getting along after they went to did they did groundhog day after that yeah like they were they knew each other they were all comedians and they all got along but then once harold ramus directed uh, groundhog day whatever their experience was together on groundhog day they like they weren't friends anymore for years i mean up until harold ramus was sick and the cool kind of a neat story they talked about on there was his daughter, Hill Remus, his daughter was saying it was that, you know, toward the end of my dad's life, you know, Bill wanted to come see him, you know, even though they, they, their friendship was over, they didn't talk for a long time. So what he didn't, he knew where Harold lived, but he didn't know like where in town Harold lived. So he went to Harold's town and he went to the police department and said, Hey, I need you to take me to Harold's house. Bill Murray walks into the police department. Hey, 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 take me hey, to Harold's house. Right, and they did. They took him to Harold's house. And I just thought, that is a hilarious story, right? It's kind of a cool, I mean, they, and, and his daughter said that, you know, he came and they spent a couple hours, you know, sitting and talking, and it's they, they both had made a pretty good peace with, with themselves. But I would just thought that was kind of a funny story, and that does sound like a Bill Murray kind of thing to do. Like, I know where he is, but I'm just going to go to the police department, I'm just going to say, hey, you know, hey, 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 hey. And, and sure enough, they did. <laughs> oh, so. oh, the, oh that, that Harold. Harold Ramis. No, pro- no problem. We got this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like they wouldn't know who Harold Ramis is. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, that's I great. mean, right. So anyways, I thought it was, but it's a neat show. So, you know, watching those, that kind of show and, and, and those kind of shows, I, I really get a kick out of. I love, I just like, I always liked learning about. Like I always watch the stuff on movies when we buy them, like the the backgrounds, like that they provide, like the documentary stuff they put in with the movies, like it and stuff and about the castings. I love watching that stuff. You know, it's just my thing. So it's like it's like a documentary about the movie you just watched. 
pretty much. That's exactly what it is, yeah, right? It is. Well, the you one did, that they did documentary. For it. Think about that first. Just let's let's bend some mm-hmm. minds here. So you watch a movie, <laughs> and then you watch the behind the scenes or whatever they want to call mm-hmm. it, right? Sure, whatever and they the, provide, the, yeah, and whatever they call it, right? So you've just mm-hmm. watched the movie, and now you're watching a documentary movie about the movie that you just watched. About the movie you made. About yeah, right? Yeah, but it by far has had uh, even with Avengers. Avengers had a lot of background stuff, but it, the new it that came out, the second movie by far has, I think the most content that I've seen in a long time that a movie had. It was, it, it, oh, don't tell me we're going to be breaking up again. It was almost over an hour's worth of stuff, which was very unusual. It's cool. It's very cool, but yeah, it's neat. Nice. Yeah, I used to watch like I, all that, enjoy all that stuff. But since I don't mm-hmm. buy movies anymore, like mm-hmm. I'm not getting like you know, scenes from or you know, from behind the scenes. Well, they do. Takes, yeah, bloopers. I mean, right. Well, it, and yeah, I mean, like Susan's big on like you know buying the movie and just downloading, right? And it and then it streams it you know on the television under the you know under our Apple TV. Yep. But if you buy a movie there. It also has the behind-the-scenes stuff on it. It's just I like the hard copies. Like I like to have the discs. It's a thing for me, you know. Oh, it's and a thing. She for you. doesn't care. It is. It is. I like it. So I like that having that disc, and that's just even though I watch most of the movies on our streaming service because when when we buy it, Susan will just upload it, you know, with the you know the the digital copy, right. and I watch it off the TV all the time. But I just want I I just want. I have the originals. I'm just one of those guys that goes, and I don't need to have an original of every movie, but if it's a really movie I liked, I want an original just because, you know, what if something happens to it? <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just me. So, but yeah, so that was, uh, so the, so that was kind of a neat little show that I'd recommend for people to watch, especially if you like, you know, it really picks up things that we're all going to remember. I mean, that's the point there. The reason they're doing it is those movies that everybody home alone. I mean, everybody knows about it. So, Die Hard. You know, Everyone knows about Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard as well. There's some neat stuff on that though, talking mm-hmm. about Alan Rickman. And that was one of his Alan Rickman's actually first big movies he yep. ever did. Yep. Because he was a th- heavy theater actor. And mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. Die Hard hit, I mean, obviously he's done the Harry Potter movies. He did a lot of movies outside of that too. But that was his first actual major film was Die Hard. And uh, they I wanted somebody. Be, he was so yeah, good he, in it. He was great. And the the thing is, they the funny part is when they wrote the the script for, for that character. They talk about how they wrote it, and they wanted somebody who was foreign, right? And they wanted somebody who would be able to wear a suit, and somebody who was clearly educated. And it's like it like fit Alan Rickman perfectly. Like when you really think about like writing a character and how Alan Rickman in general, like just comes across, it was like perfect. <laughs> you know, they wrote it and went, Oh my God, this is like, this is, he is literally written for this role just because of, of, you know, how he comes across and he's very well-spoken and educated and he you know, looks good in a suit and all that stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> really think about it. But most people know him now as just Snape from Harry Potter. You know, think about all the stuff he did years before that, <laughs> you know, but that was his big first big movie was I heard. So I loved him in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. 
Yes, he was great. He, he, here's the thing: he plays such a very he plays such a great villain. But then I've seen him in so many things. Alan Rickman just has that personality that you can see him playing the baddie. But then you can see him playing like the Snape character, which you got the impression he was a baddie, but in the end he really wasn't. And it was like God, he just could pull it off. Hey, oh, he's <laughs> you know? he was he was so. so so good, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, how do, oh, how yeah, do we? How, but he how was, do we get to this? Sorry. I, I don't know how he did it. We, we ran him. We, we shot him. How did we to get to field. this from 2020 predictions? Oh, I think I think it started because that, that would we, be a you fun were saying, to follow. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe Oscars. You were like, yeah. and I think yeah, that yeah. just kind of went into movies. I go, oh, oh, speaking of movies, and then I just <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, I just and then went down it, Ghostbusters. So, yeah. That was an interesting thread. I enjoyed it. Right. It was. We went there. Yeah, we went a little sideways, but you could actually track it. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, our predictions. We we really. Talked about yeah, we talked about really mainly the sports ones, is where we were going with it, and we only really were going to talk really mainly about two of the four. I mean, because well, we, we don't about know what the, the fuck two. is going on with the NHL. I've well, no we don't clue. know anything in hockey, and also, and baseball hasn't even really started for for anything right now to even give any kind of prediction. So we stuck with basically yeah. NFL and NBA because we have, yeah, baseball the off the off season hasn't even shook, yeah. a, shook out at all for you to know who's going to be where. Yeah. Right, and let alone when you start playing games, you know, all you're talking about right now would be looking on paper and saying, "Well, that's that's going to happen." When we all know, you know, two months into a season, things all get shifted around. That's right. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So at least with with basketball, it's you're over a quarter of the way in, and football, we're you know getting ready for playoffs here in a couple of weeks. So that's definitely one. So yeah. So we start off with football. The. AFC is so much easier to talk about. And I'd mentioned that, you know, sure. I think the Bills are one mm-hmm. team other than the Patriots that mm-hmm. have a shot at going through the Ravens uh, or stopping right. the Ravens, I think is a better way to even put it, right? Right, yeah. Um, I but so. I, th- I think the Bills, I don't think they could go against two teams. So um, there are, like, I don't think they could go through the Ravens and the Patriots. Right. I think they'd have one shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they'll make... I think that they could make some noise in the first round, but I don't think that they would go much further at that point. Well, in the first round, they would play the Texans or, you know, something yeah, like which that. Which I think they would get through them. Yep, and then, yeah. then they would get to the divisional round and they would be... Was it Baltimore? Well, currently, yeah. Under the, okay. like As if, of right if, now. If Obviously, right we're prefacing this week because it may change next week. So, oh. so they would... Uh, yeah, the Bills wouldn't. The Bills would. Uh, they wouldn't make the conference championship. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they would. I think. I think they won the first round, and I think that they'll. Yeah, they'll be out the second round. But that's mind you. No. the second round they hit Baltimore. Uh, ball, mm, is, is that what yeah, it'd yeah. be hard. Yeah, it, it's just but it'll the, be too hard. But their defense yeah. is good. And that's the thing when you're when you have a super solid defense. Yeah, anything can happen in that game. Any game. When yep. you have the defense, I mean, even if you're offense, and, and Josh Allen's no slouch. I mean, Josh Allen's a pretty darn good quarterback, and he's young. So, and he's got like mm-hmm. seven hundred, six, seven hundred uh, yards running. So it's not like yeah. he isn't running right. the ball well. Yeah, no, he's he's a very, and he's young. He's he was he's what three third year in the league or something. I mean, he's he's uh, he's young. So sec- no, he's know. no, isn't he second because he's same as Lamar Jackson. Same draft class. He is. He is. Oh, you were correct. Second class. He was second. Yeah, correct. He was. Josh Allen was. Yeah, he had Wyoming. So, yeah. Okay. He was. It was last year he was drafted. Okay. So, no, I, I, I think with Josh Allen, with the defense, you're 
any team that can play super solid defense and be known as a good defensive team, you're, you're going to have a shot. You're going to have a shot. And especially if you have a even just remotely adequate offense. You don't have to be amazing offensively. You just have to be somewhat consistent. If you can get them 20 points, you, you're going to be in a game. Oh, totally. So, oh, yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can do that, if you can, if you can, if you can, if you can score between, you know, 20 and 25 points a game on an average with a good defense, you're going to be, you're going to be a playoff team and you're going to be, you're going to be potentially a team that could upset somebody. So, yeah. So I still think it's going to be Baltimore and the the AFC. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely Baltimore. Yeah. Then you go, then you go the NFC. Yeah. New England. Yeah. NFC, which is. (laughs) <laughs> which is ridiculously good right now, just with a number of teams with 11 and three records. And I mean, when you're having an argument to see how terrible the seeding system is right now, because of conference play, when you could have an 11, a potential, you know, 11 or 12 or 13, win team have to go on the road to a Dallas team that might win eight or nine games max, that's crappy. I don't give. I don't care who whatever says. Is conference championship fine, but that doesn't that doesn't prove anything. I mean, the the end result is, I've had a lot of people try to say that recently. Well, you know, there's a lot of weight to that I mean, to a certain point, and I agree. If you win, you should be in. But that I don't see why you winning your division should give you a home game though. If you didn't really earn it with your record, you, most of the time, if you win your division, you're like you're you're usually a ten or eleven game winner. So yeah. The fact that they aren't this year, it, yeah, is it an anomaly? Sure. The only other time they had that happen was the NFC, you know, the the, AFC, the NFC West a couple years ago when Seattle was like 9-7, and seven, and then they ended up winning the first round. But because you got to go up to Seattle and play. It's like, well, that's crappy, you know? But, I mean, yeah, it happens so rarely. I'm like, well, why would you care? Why wouldn't you just change it? It's You're not going to change anything most of the time. And why would and, – and, and most logical people go, well, why is a team – that's won 11 and 12 games have to travel to a team that's won like eight. I guess it shouldn't matter about what they're, they won the conference. That's crappy. That makes no sense because it's easy to seed. It's just, you, you get in, boom, you seed on record. Everybody does that pretty much. <laughs> you know, yeah. And I think you just keep the, so, you just keep that each division winner automatically yeah. goes in. Oh, it, and then, Absolutely. Which you should. Absolutely. But, and you reseed on record you, at the end. That's just you, how it happens. If you're an eight and eight team, and you are at the bottom of the barrel. It's very likely, right? But you would think so. And because you can't, leg- and especially you're in this scenario because you have a team like Seattle and San Francisco, that it's rare that two teams in the same division are like 11 or 12 wins. That's just a very rare year. But regardless of its rarity, that shouldn't that shouldn't have to dictate you know that should be very easy to go. We don't want to have this crap happen. That's you know, stupid. There, I mean, you know? The, you know, there's there's also the team that we haven't even talked about the NFC. And the fact is, they're really good this year. Is Minnesota, and they're only a game mm-hmm. back of all those. They're ten and four. Right. So you yeah. know, you have all these teams oh, yeah. eleven three and ten and four still really good, especially. And Minnesota is very adequate, ample that they could make some noise. They, Absolutely, they are. So you're talking five yeah. potential teams. Yeah, and that's the thing is if they if they beat Green Bay next Monday, you're gonna you see a big change because automatically then Green Bay yeah. goes down to the bottom of mm-hmm. that of that group. Well, possibly, right? So they're in a wild mm-hmm. card sure. spot. And Minnesota, I mean, they're 
you know, they arguably they're, have they're the really best good. of that of that yeah. group. If you took away the quarterback, they probably have the the best team on paper. Team, correct. And here's the thing: the thing about Minnesota with their QB is a Cousins. Correct. No, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's cousins. cousins. He can, you know, it, number. I mean, the reality of it is, Kirk Cousins can win you a game. Though I'm not saying he's going to a game all the time, but he's clearly a guy that can go out and have a good game. So. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely, so you have between New Orleans, San Francisco, uh, Seattle, Green Bay, Dallas has to be in there because somebody has to win that division, which is yeah. the crappy part of this. And well, but, the, Minnesota. But, but, the, but the Eagles are 7-7 seven and seven as well, so. Sure, but still, so you've got, let so, and again, any team that gets in the playoffs, it's like everything. Any team that gets in the playoffs, I mean, they, anybody could win, so I mean, it. You know, you still win, you get in, that's all you need to do. But I still think, okay, there's basically four, and you expand that with Minnesota, Yeah, five teams that very well could make it to, at a minimum, the conference championship. And then, of course, who's going to go against, say, Baltimore? So I personally think I think Seattle's going to end up on top, and I just think it's the Russell Wilson factor. I think San Francisco and Seattle are extremely close talent-wise, clearly. You know, they're, one's not that much better than the other, so the edge is going to have to go to Russell Wilson, who's just a great player. I mean, he's having an MVP year outside of Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to I'm gonna lean that way. But again, it wouldn't surprise me if San Francisco went. It wouldn't surprise me if New Orleans went. It certainly wouldn't surprise me if Green Bay went, or Minnesota, really, in the end. So I'm just going to pick them. I'm going to say Seattle and Baltimore, and then Baltimore, I think, is going to win it, but it'll be a close game. Very close game, so maybe even a field goal only kind of game. So, in terms yeah. of point spread, yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree with all that. I think that the NFC has has a couple of problems for themselves. Mm-hmm. Is you got a lot of good teams, so you're gonna exactly. have to have you're gonna have some really. Predi- the prediction is that you'd have a couple really rough games before getting to mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, and I yeah. don't think that an AFC team. And I agree that Baltimore would be the one that gets there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd have. I don't think they get as as rough a ride to get there. Which right, I feel like that's just something to be said. Yeah. There's a lot to be said. And there's about two weeks that. in between the games, but I still think there is something. I agree. I, I definitely think there's something to be said about not getting. Through. So I agree. Baltimore and Seattle mm. with Baltimore, yeah, winning. Yeah, I, I say five points. Yeah, I think that's I think that's absolutely fair. I five, mean, I, I think five, I mean five to zero. <laughs> yeah, you you look at every team in there. How, can you I mean, even score five points in a football game? You can field goal and a safety. Thank you. There it is. It'd be a baseball score. Yeah, that's really what it would be. But I mean, you you think of every team that that is in. I mean, San Francisco's. I mean, Seattle's oh, by the way, in San Francisco's. Canadian, in. Canadian hmm. football, you can get one point. Oh, that's yeah. right. You can. <laughs> Do, do you know how? That is correct. How do you get a one point in Canadian football? So when you go to kick a field goal, if you miss mm-hmm. the field goal, but the ball mm-hmm. goes at the back of the end zone, you get a point. Interesting. Okay. There's a there's a reason why. Our goal po- okay. our goal posts are on on the goal line still. Okay. And right. and the end zone in Canadian football is twenty yards deep, not ten. Not ten. Okay. So right. it's you know if you're at the forty, right, 
and you're kicking. So mm-hmm. if they if you have a miss, it's like a punt then, right? And they they have sure. the opposing yeah. team will have someone in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So there right. is someone back there, A, and B, he can be 15 yards deep rather than only, you know, seven or eight. Sure. And anyway, the goalposts in NFL are at the, at the back of the end zone. But yeah, right. so you can, you can get right. a single, you can get a single in CFL um, by, by, by missing, but you get a participation trophy if it goes out the back of the end zone. <laughs> but I could see that though. That makes sense with a 20 yard end zone though. And Hey, if a guy's kicking the ball, let's say he's got a 40 yard field goal to get one point and he kicks it 60 yards, give him the damn one point. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting it there. I agree. That yeah. makes sense though. And so we got, so we're figuring okay. football. We, I mean, yeah, every team in there, obviously, you know, New Orleans has Drew Brees. That's going to be good. You know, San Francisco has a good defense. Garoppolo is a pretty darn good quarterback. He's young, but he's not Russell Wilson. So I think that's where your edge goes into Seattle. Uh, Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay is still Aaron Rodgers. And, and definitely that's not the normal Green Bay type of team that he's had before. And, you know, especially with the coaching and their philosophy differences now, I agree. I think that he they can get on a run and so could Kirk Cousins. And yeah, it's, it's oh, we're not even talking about a team in the AFC that still could make some noise as Kansas City. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the other team that very well could could run up and give the team some problems. Mahomes is fantastic. That defense is not nearly as bad as people thought it would be. Andy Reid's a good coach, so and they're experienced. So, yeah, I mean, that's I still think it's Baltimore, but I forgot to even mention Kansas City. But, again, that's just because Baltimore at this point looks looks honestly to be just like the team. I mean, there's just not much. Yeah, and I think, I think the Chiefs are good. They're just not to that level yet. Right. Well, I think that they were more to that level last year. Last year offseason, you know, uh, say trading D Ford and, and, and going, you know, that all comes with a price. You know, when you have a team, you have to pick your spots of where you're going to spend your money and where your future is going to be. And Mahomes is the future. So I get why they did it. So they're not yeah. nearly as good as this year as they were last year, but Mahomes is still really good. They still have weapons. Their defense is okay. It's adequate. It's not great, but okay. So they're definitely going to be in it, but the ceiling is Baltimore. Yes. All right. Um, then we then we into basketball, basketball, which I think was yeah. a fairly quick conversation. Yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Lakers versus who though in the finals? It's tough, mm. <laughs> but yeah. I'm gonna say Milwaukee. Yeah, that's where I, I know we're, we're lame. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Yep, same thing. Well, I'm I'm more lame so, than yeah. you. I'm more lame than you are. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? What is going on? What am I hearing? Is it your phone? Yeah. It's just randomly starting to turn on. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Your brand new iPhone 11? Yeah, what's going See, on? doing it again. What are we watching? <laughs> I'm intrigued. It, I, it, it was something on a... Oh, police chase. Oh, you're, you're watching just, police I, chases I, I, while we're podcasting. It, I wasn't <laughs> watching it. It decided to do it on its own. <laughs> What's playing? Like, is it YouTube? So was it YouTube or? No, it's on Insta. It's Instagram. <laughs> like I opened Instagram and, you know, it was like, boom, it was just playing. That's where it started. And then I hit, you know, when you hit Instagram, it'll mute yeah. it. So I muted it, right? And then I put the phone down and then it turned on again. So I muted it again. So now I just, it hasn't, I've muted it all together and I've, I've closed out the app. It was just weird. 
Instagram's really wanting you to pay. Hey, hey, hey. Pay attention to me over here. See, look, it's doing it again. Look it. It's doing it again. When I close the app, it wants me to open this up. Let's see. I'm going to close the app again. There it is. It's doing it again. You know what? I'll fix you. Turn my phone off, you little asshole. Fuck you, Instagram. Who the fuck are you to tell me I got to watch that shit over oh and over again? Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking A, man. That was crazy. I think so. My phone just keeps on going. It did. It, it, just, it was like... My, my darn phone just it won't stop. I did ah. the typical old, old person thing, which was I got so pissed off, I said, fuck this, and I turned it off. <laughs> there, there you go, phone. I win until I turn you back on. I showed you. Because I'm addicted to Instagram. Assholes. I show. No, I show you. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. With it that. was forcing me to open it up because it turned on. I'm like, what the fuck is that? No, so no, really. It was, okay, it was, so it was for, yeah. it was, <laughs> God, it's fucking stupid. So okay, so we got we got youth. You're you're about Milwaukee and L.A. We're you know I I'm in agreement. I think I think uh, absolutely L.A. is going to be there. Obviously, Houston's going to be in the mix there. So is uh, the Clippers. Clippers are definitely in it. I, I could see them actually potentially getting there, but I'm going to lean toward L.A., uh, the uh, Lakers. East, we're going to go Milwaukee coming out of there like that, but I also think you got Boston in there. I think Miami's going to be is, is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I, I think in the end it's still be too much, and L.A.'s going to take it. So, L.A., I'm going to be I'm, – I'm in agreement with you. We're in agreement that yeah. L.A. – Milwaukee final, LA takes it. It's crazy. And this is their time to take it because I think Milwaukee's getting better and better and with their experience, uh, I don't think, you know, I think going forward, you know, they've kept a lot of their pieces so far together and I think they've locked a couple guys up longer term. So I, I think that they, uh, I think starting next year, I think Lakers need to take advantage of it now because they're still going to be good. When you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, you're still going to be good. But I, I don't think that Milwaukee's that far behind you. No. You know. I mean, John is basically North, North Philadelphia. Anthony Davis. Right, North, exactly. Yeah, Philadelphia yeah. for sure. Yeah. And you have the, it's basically the LeBron James factor at this point. You know, you have Giannis basically is is their version of KD in essence. Uh, oh, no, type no. of player, type type of type of player difference. What I'm saying is when you have stars, you know, like okay, that can that can basically cancel that, but LeBron is LeBron for right now, but LeBron's also trending downward in terms of age and he's he's going down so right now they need to take it's his it 17th season yeah and it's crazy consistency too crazy consistency i mean he's been doing this for so long 17 so years long. so yeah. long well it's crazy here, it is so long it's 2002 yeah i remember him i remember when he got drafted because i remember his first nba game was against Sac the kings and this is back when the kings were good with weber and because it was this so was like yeah. it was so long ago yeah, well, he's his very first game. He was a kid. He was like nineteen. He scored like twenty points in his first game. The Kings won because they were just they they were good. And but ever since then, I mean, you look back at everything he's done. I mean, I still look back though and go, you know, LeBron is is crazy consistent, crazy skills, very good, extremely good. I still look back though and go, if I have one guy taking that that NBA shot. To win a game, I'm still picking Kobe. Still picking Kobe. Kobe or Jordan? Ugh, Kobe Jordan. because Jordan. yeah. But I, I I but I'm talking like especially now they talk about okay, is it LeBron or Kobe is the best? I'm like, mm, 
I think Jordan A, but I I think in terms of overall, you know, like just mentality, like the guy I want taking that shot is out of those two is Kobe. Just because Kobe was just nah. Kobe was a dagger, and Kobe just was cold blooded. <laughs> you know. Sorry, when you say Kobe or LeBron. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just talking about those two players because that right now that's really who you get who they compared them to each other. I mean, Jordan. I still think that Jordan is Jordan, but I mean, LeBron James has been around long enough. He definitely is in that conversation of the top three to top five all time, including, you know, Chamberlain and all those guys. He's in that mix. He's definitely there. He's earned it. He's done it for so long. Oh, yeah. He's been crazy consistent and he's won everywhere he's gone. He gave Cleveland of all places a championship, even though it was the second time around. He still did it. I think still did it. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. Uh, well, because he was more mature, right? He was, he was too Absolutely. Immature. He was too he, immature when he was very young. Right. He did. He grew up going when he went to Miami and I think it was really cool when he came home. I really did. And I'm glad he did. You know, he could then go to the Lakers. Look, what else did you want him to accomplish? Yeah. You know, he started there with you. He had many, many good years with you. You almost won it with him the first time. Yeah, you hate it when he left, but he came back and you won it the second time. Went to two finals in a row, one and two. He goes to LA. Right. What more do you want from the guy? No, it's, the guy. It's, the guy brought you a championship. <laughs> you know, yep. legitimately. I mean, after years of trying, it wasn't like it was like a one and done either. So, yeah. yeah. And they were in like the, and they were in how many finals was he in between Miami and eight Cleveland? In eight, eight in a row, in eight. a row. I mean that's eight. insane. Yeah. He won it's three. Insane. So yeah, but I, I definitely think that you know Lakers need to take advantage of this now. Uh, they don't have that much time left, you know, with what he's going to be able to do consistently. So now's the time. So I think it's between actually I think it's between L.A. and the Clippers. I think it's the Lakers or the Clippers. I think Kawhi and. Paul George and that team is built really, really well. They're deep. Yes. Yeah. And Toronto, not to not to Toronto to sleep on Toronto, but they don't have Kawhi this year. And Toronto, but no, Toronto's that, a good team too. Toronto's a good team, <laughs> and they're, and they're yeah. playing well. But yeah. you know, it's that was the the that fact. Was it. That, that's the factor for Toronto, yeah. and it, yeah. it'll be the factor for the Clippers. It's yeah, because he's he's probably yeah. the bless the best player yes. playing right now. Yep, I agree totally. Yeah. Um, you know, absolutely, hundred percent. I do. I think he's the best NBA in the NBA right now. He's the best player. Period. Yeah. Play, playing because you know, yeah, yeah, because KD with right. KD out, Kevin Durant mm-hmm. is he? You know, yeah. is he better? I mean, yeah, active player. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm. but well, I don't know. I think Kawhi's better personally. I think he is because I think he's. I mean, he's not much of a vocal guy. Meaning Kawhi's a very quiet guy, but I do think he's a leader. You know, oh, he's a lead oh, the example sure. X, Y, Z way more than Durant. I mean, Durant's a extremely, I like Durant. Great Durant's player. Soft as anything. You know, he is though, but I mean, I, playing wise, he's a great player, but he's not the guy. He's the guy that helps bring you a championship, but he's not the guy that solidifies it for you. Like meaning the Warriors won without him, didn't they? They won one without him. They did yeah. one with him. No. Yeah, yeah. they did. They, and, yeah. and so I get it, but it, you know, that Warriors team was, was really really good and yeah he obviously helped it clearly i mean anybody katie on any team is going to make them better because he's well, a really well, I think, good player i think he but is in terms just of, a know. better version of scotty pippen oh sure oh like way better version right no but yeah. that's but that okay. idea right like scotty pippen wasn't right. the man but you not win those championships without him right he he was basically out of all the number twos he was the best right the second guy yeah until Scotty Pippen was great, right? Yeah, until maybe fantastic yeah, that way. Yeah, I mean, until maybe Kevin Durant here with the Warriors, like you know, he was the mm-hmm. number two, right? Like, 
He's yeah. not the like I I don't I don't tr- like Irving. I don't care about him. Uh, like Kyrie, don't care about him. I I don't think he's in any way, shape, or form. He's a very good player, but him and Durant going to Brooklyn, I don't think yeah. that means anything. Yeah, I think so Kawhi is. I think I I think yeah. I, no, I I but I also think I also think I think um what is it? Irving? I think he's soft. He he's the same way. He's not he's not he's not a guy that's going to go in and put you on his back. But he wants to be the guy because that's what he wanted to do to get out of LeBron's. And I know he wants that badly, but that's just not who he is. Nope. And that doesn't mean that – I know that's what he wants, but that's not the player he is. He's a really good player, but he's not the – but he needs to ball hog to be that way. <laughs> you know? Oh, totally. So, so, yeah. So I think we're in agreement there. Yep. So absolutely. Milwaukee and L.A. and L.A. going and taking it all. Yep. Baseball, we X'd out on it because it hasn't even started yet. Teams haven't even fully shaped, so hockey we're both like, eh. Yeah. How about the <laughs> so. 2020 F1 season? What's F1? A Formula One? <laughs> What's F? Now, now that you figured that out, tell me who you're guessing. I, I don't watch, which, which, which I, I team's don't gonna watch win. racing. Yeah. I don't watch racing in any shape or form. Uh, it's like it's never interesting. Also, not, so we shouldn't make any horse racing predictions. That's racing. Well, I don't watch that either. Not a big racing guy. Yeah, me either. I love racing. Yeah, I love F1. I do love F1. I like the concept. I mean, I think it's cool. Like, it's like one of those things where it's a really cool thing. Like, I've been to, I've been to, when I lived in Arizona, they have, they have the, one of the NASCAR events, massive one every year in Phoenix. And we went one year because it was something to do, which is great. It was fun. I mean, it's a fun thing to go to, but I, I, I don't understand how people watch it on TV all day. Like, it's one of those things where, like I would, I like watching it in person. It was really kind of cool to go and to see and all that stuff. It was neat, but that's it. Like I wouldn't go home and just sit and watch it. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. See, like F one is really different than NASCAR, though, mm-hmm. because it like is. an F one race is like it's not know, just it's, it's not just the big left turn all day. Yeah, no. well, and and the races are like an hour and a half, whereas like a NASCAR one's like right, you know, seven oh, hours, seven day, hours later, right? It's like which which again, yeah, it's a that, war of attrition. That, Absolutely, that. are they still racing? Yeah, they're still racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. y'all, y'all know they race for about seven hours out there. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, I, I, I it's just know not a. They, yeah, I don't know how they do it. Like yeah. I give them, I give them props. That's endurance. Those race oh, car guys. I mean, and it's super I mean, it's, I, it's we're, I'm not saying it's not a sport. It's super athletic. It just doesn't interest me. Totally. <laughs> you know? So, okay. You know. Um. So no NASCAR. No horse racing, no F one. How about the? Uh, we don't really have any. We don't know any movies that are coming out to say, oh, this probably might win some. We just don't know. I mean, we know movies. Some movies that are coming out next year. That's where we got on the Ghostbusters thing was coming out. It's not going to win an award, but I just mean that's. We don't really know what's being released at this point in 2020. Like could win an award. Go, oh yeah, it could win an award, like People's Choice or something. Yeah. You don't think so? I don't really. It's possible, but I, I, I don't really, I never, I never even watched it because I've never, I never cared what people, when they win awards, because it's like most of the people that win Oscars, I don't see what they're in to really go, okay. Like I, there's been very few Oscar winners that I've seen that I've watched that movie and gone, yeah, that's it. It's not very often. Although I would say this year, cause we talked about it was Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. I think he should win it. <laughs> period so there you go you know we, there's, a, there's, a movie 20, there's a 20 there's a i'm gonna say joaquin ended. phoenix yeah i'm gonna go that I'm, I'm gonna venture out on a limb and say i think joaquin phoenix gets best best acting performance or his best actor for his role but i don't know if they'll give it to him they're too they're, 
LA, Hollywood's too pansy. They don't like to, oh, it's a violent movie. We don't want to promote. You know what? You make movies. The dude no, what he did in that movie was. I don't think that's. Yeah. I think that's. I think they. I think they will give an, to an Oscar to or an award to some reason, sort of the like a controversial sort of thing like that. I think they. You see that mm-hmm. in in individual parts more than you do the whole movies. I. I. That's what I would agree with. I mean, yes, you have the categories of best movie. Sure, you need to take the movie into account. But when you, yeah, when you're talking about an acting performance and a best supporting actor, look at their job and what they were doing, not that you like the movie itself, right? And I agree with that. Because Joaquin Phoenix, you may not like the Joker as what the content was, but it was brilliantly done by him. Great job. Great job. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, and I certainly hope, I think he's earned it. I mean, he's a great actor. I've always enjoyed his work. But I just went, really, really blew my mind. I walked out at first time in a long time, as soon as I walked out of the theater, went, man, he needs to win for that. I mean, that's just not very often that you do that. Because, you know, I don't go to movies to, like, feel like that, right? I'm not going, like, oh, that performance is amazing. But Joker was that kind of movie that, that was very dark and obviously yeah. very disturbing in a certain ways. So you're going to think a lot on that one. Not, you're, I'm going to go watch Jurassic Park or I'm going to go watch Avengers, right? I'm going to go have fun. That's what I'm going to go do. So I didn't watch the Joker because that was going to be fun. I knew it was going to be dark. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, that was that was all the reviews that we were seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. oh, okay, yeah. so so there, okay, so we made an entertainment arena um, mm-hmm. prediction. I think prediction. One, I think one's enough. We we don't. Yeah, think I would agree. With sports, <laughs> yes, sports. We got a whole bunch of those. But we did there. Moving, yeah. we boiled it down to one award that we'll predict on. So there's. Exactly. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna agree with you only because um, default. I don't know anyone else who would be nominated if he even even is. So, yeah, you know, who knows? So what else could we try to predict in 2020? Or should we just move on to the next topic? Because I am, we actually didn't get to get into it on our sort of pre-recording. No, you're still kind of chomping at the bit. Yeah. So I want to know, you said something about black holes. I seem you're watching some show. Was not a porn. No. Liar. Liar. Well, liar. Black holes. Um, (laughs) See? Uh So we were watching the show. Uh, Susan found an episode, a show. It was, uh, I don't remember. I think it was just Black Holes. It was by Nova. It was on Netflix. And so they were talking about, there was, there's a, a facility up in Washington State. And their experiment, they were, they were listening, right? They're always listening. They're listening for a certain, whatever they were searching listen, for. Listen, listen. Hold, on. Hold on. Let's see. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I, so, I, did, I did, though. Hold on. Right. No, you're right. There was nothing. Keep going. Okay, so. So the scientists are listening. Right. They're listening. And in 2015, they heard a sound from space. And I, I would say just from what we, what I remember hearing, it was it was a, basically a blip, right? Or a ping. So they heard this sound. And what, well, hold what on, they, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. A blip or a ping? They are different. Right. So let's, well, I don't remember what it was. Meaning, I'd say that's a type of sound. It was either one of those. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like they were listening and it went ha ha. No, it was. It was. It was. I think it was. I think it was a ping. I'm gonna go with a ping. I'm gonna go with a ping. I'm gonna stand by that one. Okay. And so, what they determined that this was, and this blew my mind, was that that ping or sound that they heard was the result of two black holes colliding. I don't know if they collided and joined or if they destroyed each other. And that was the sound that was emitted. And that sound has been flying across the galaxy for a billion years. 
until we finally heard it. So in 2015, what they heard was something that happened a billion years ago. That's, and it blew my so mind. so intense, right? Yeah. It, it, it is so hard to fathom how long. When you watch these shows, and they always talk about this, which is great. Is it's very hard for our mind to really comprehend how large space really is. And so they always use great examples of, okay, you know, here's the basketball. The basketball is the sun, and they take you kind of like scales, right? It's about scaling. Okay, here's the baseball. This is Earth, and it's X amount. And they show you the scale, but until you, you – we can't really fathom how large that scale really is. And And so – Yeah, we can't comprehend it at all. mm -mm. No, no. And and it blew my mind. And even I – I mean, Susan told me about it. She's like, hold on. I need you to listen to this. And she had heard it before me, and she said, I want you to watch this tomorrow. So I watched it, and I said the same thing. My, my jaw basically dropped because I'm, try, I'm comprehending and going, this sound, in, this sound that traveled across space that took a billion years to get to, this event happened before the dinosaurs existed, before our planet really was fully formed. I mean, this, our planet is building itself up, and life is creating itself all the while that this sound is traveling across space until a billion years later, we heard it. So it's, you know, we'd already knew about that when they talk about stars and that when you look at stars in the sky, that most of those stars, potentially a lot of them could already be died out. We're just not going to see the result of that for thousands. And and ones that exist, but we haven't seen them yet. Right. And so there's ones being created we haven't seen. So what, what we're actually looking at when we look at the night sky is we're looking at the past. Oh, yeah. What we see up For there sure. is the past, which is mind-blowing in itself. But just this trying to comprehend that this sound that they heard in 2015 originated a billion years before. It took that long to get to us that our civilization wasn't even created. We weren't even in existence. Man wasn't even in existence. Evolution had to have occurred or whatnot. And then we finally heard it. It was just, it blew my mind of how large that is. Like that cosmic scale of how large space is that... Things are happening, and we're not going to see the results of that for millions of years, you know, or things have changed, but we don't know they've changed because of how long it takes to get to us in terms of light and sound. So I heard it. Yeah, yeah. that blew my mind. Here's one that blew my mind when it came to space in the universe. So this one was, okay, I'm going to try to, like, say this one correctly from what I remember. Mm -hmm. So they were talking about discovering things by you know, seeing it, right? And it takes, mm-hmm. you know, what, whatever amount of time to get across the universe to us. Right. And clearly guy, a billion years. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Uh, clearly a billion years or yeah. more. Or more. So, yeah. But this, right. the scientist was saying that what if there's stuff out there that we have yet to understand or view mm-hmm. that we would be intrigued, well, we would be intrigued by everything, but hasn't gotten for us like to us for us to learn because it's so, so far away, but mm-hmm. that the universe could continue to expand as they believe it is and then do a reversal and contract again down mm-hmm. to sort of where the big bang, you know, but mm-hmm. it could do the, that expansion and contraction and still would be possibly um, shorter than it takes for something to get across the universe to us. So we couldn't see it because we expanded and contracted again. And the universe Mm -hmm. was so big at one point that light either collapsed out somewhere or didn't travel to us before we constricted. Like it was, I'm not, 
it was it was the craziest thing that he was saying like the universe is bigger than you can see ever because the, mm-hmm. it's so far away that the you know like the universe which will contract in billions of years you mm-hmm. know 15 right right is still that's how infinitely large it is it's like uh i'm trying to wrap my brain around this yeah. you <laughs> and, can't right? and, and it's 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 impossible well, that's what i mean these people who do this for a living and study this and or, that's their passion they they can comprehend it because they do that, but just an everyday person, just to think, it's like you. We knew it's far to go to the moon. We know it takes like three days or something. Yep. For like astronauts when they hit space to get to the moon or something. Yeah. Thing like that. But the difference with that is they um, they don't know. Oh, he disconnected. Uh-oh. Well, we lost Mike. And we don't know if he's coming back. He actually fell off. And he's returned. Okay. I'm back. I, I, I just all of a sudden it just X on my screen said your connection's been lost. So I just bumped back in. <laughs> so. Well, that was kind um, of funny. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, it's just mind blowing to understand. It's so hard to comprehend how large something is that when something happened a billion years ago to that an event that happened that we didn't actually hear the result of that event until a billion years later. I mean, it's already happened. Like, yeah. you know, we, we didn't even evolve yet. Like, we're, you know, we're we're not even a speck on the planet at that point when it originally happened. So that's what just, that's how far something is that it traveled that long. It just, it it's hard to even imagine. I can't, I, it's, I still have a hard time understanding it. It's just very difficult. So. Well, it's, and it's. But that's what I love about space. There's no real yeah, frame of reference. You know, at our no. level of things, there's no really true frame of reference that you can have for those size right. of things, right? Like, you know, you can't genuinely mm-hmm. understand, you know, if you said, go take a million steps right now, like that's, right. that's not a, you, you can't go and just do a million steps, right? Like right. it's super hard to do. And that's a million, you know, never mind if someone said, you know, go take a billion steps. Well, right. It's so unfathomable. Yeah. I, I love when they, when they, when, I guess when they do scale, because you have to look at things in scale to really comprehend size. Yes. For them to, you know, the whole basketballs of the sun, and then they kind of take you out, which is which is important because you have to get kind of an understanding of what, how things sit. But you don't really appreciate that. It just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when you think about it. Like I, I, that's one of the very few things I've actually heard in my life that I just stopped and went, I, I that just blew my mind. <laughs> So, yeah, and it just made me even more fascinated with it. You know, I love I love space, and I love I love all the documentaries and the shows about it, and and all that stuff. I I quite enjoy it. But man, it's it's just it, it's truly a mind fuck when you think about it. You just you know we all, we we knew that looking up in the sky, they've always said, is a time machine because what we're looking at up there yeah. is not it's, it's, it's not so, what it is now. It's taken so right. long to get to us. Yeah. Well, you're right. The stars that have died, we don't know yet. And stars that have been born, we haven't seen yet. So to us, we, unless we're studying specific parts of the sky, we're, you know, and, and depending on how long ago it was, we're never going to see the change. 
we only lived a X amount of time for we do. So yeah. you and I, if, if we were little kids and we tracked a specific star in the sky every day for our entire life, it's entirely possible that that star would never change before we died ever, which oh, is probably more sure. than likely. It's very <laughs> much it takes more millions than of years. Yeah. It's know? very much more than likely, especially considering, um, how teeny tiny our lifespans are, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, you know, when we, I think what they've estimated that our universe, you know, and they're including obviously the earth and everything is 4.5 billion years old, at least from the existence of the earth. Sorry, are you saying Earth or the universe? The, I'm sorry, the Earth. Yes, which I meant. Four, I meant the four. planets, all the planets in in our area, because we were all developed roughly around the same time. So, I mean, 4.5 billion in the, our planet's existence. Not, yes. I mean, yeah. shoot, we were. You know, they don't even really know. Of course, they they don't know how long it, how long that it, you know what existed before. How long it was from the Big Bang to actually when you know our planet took technical shape well, where I, you um, say, okay, I actually saw there. something really yeah. cool where they were talking about the age of the universe and apparently mm-hmm. they have an image like a it's an image of you know whatever it is radiation or whatever it is of apparently like 200,000 years like they have it down to like that close past the beginning like the actual big bang yeah <laughs> yeah so i think they i think I, they say the universe from the big bang is like 14 and a half billion Something like that. Yeah. 14, Which would 15. make sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot from a time period of when you watch space and understand that, yeah, that makes total sense because of how long it took for things to coalesce and all that stuff. And that would make absolutely sense. It was also the, the show it was actually talking about that we watched, it, it mainly was focused on black holes. The, the story is, is was the interesting part to me because mm-hmm. that was really a side note. They started it with that. That wasn't really a thing they kept talking about, but I, that itself, just that bit was really mind-blowing in the first place but they were talking about gravity the show was really mainly about gravity like what is gravity like we all know what it is because we see it but explaining what gravity is like just because you can say oh yeah gravity is like you know you drop the apple and it falls to the ground well that that that's simple sure but what creates that right like that's what people we still can't really understand i think that what they determined is like gravity is basically like the earth and like when an object goes by the earth and it kind of gets, you know, it kind of bends or it kind of goes and it, maybe we fling yeah. it off somewhere else. It's because the earth sitting where it is under the earth, it's almost like it's pressing down. Yes. Like it's pressing down. So, like, so it's, it's it, like, like, like yeah. all in all three, 360, like spherical degrees mm-hmm. in, in right. pressing all down. Pushing out. Yeah. yeah. All pushing down yeah. into like a, um, almost like a, uh, like a bending of like space time, I think they call it, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. I, that was very fascinating to, to go. Wow, you know what? When you really think about it, what is it? Right? It's it's we know what it is in terms of what it does, but it's also like to me, mind. It's just mind blowing when you think that like we think of when we go to space, it's all weightless, and it's well, sure, because there's no gravity, maybe one specific spot that you are, but when you travel next to a planet or a large space rock or whatever else, you know, you can be pulled in or around because of gravity. So yeah, mm-hmm. there's obviously, but gravity's everywhere. It's just depending on how much it is, <laughs> you know? So that's what, to me, what's, you know, and then things get bigger and bigger and bigger and the more gravity they obtain and because of the size, they create more. I just, you know, 
those, those things to me are extremely fascinating. I mean, I, I'm not someone who would ever want to be a scientist, but I, I really thoroughly enjoy the fruits of the labor of the information that they provide because it's it's amazing when you think about it. And, but, you know, that old space thing that we watched, the other, it blew my mind. Susan went, isn't that just a mind? Yes. I said, I'll give you credit. I, you wanted me to watch this, and it wasn't that I thought it was going to be dumb because I don't think anything that Susan tells me sits down to watch. She's doing it because she thinks I'm going to get stupid. But it's like I wasn't expecting how that <laughs> to go wow <laughs> so well i love it when you watch the good science shows especially mm-hmm. like, like especially like the the physics and um you know space type stuff that you know we were talking about here when it's delivered like like a mm-hmm. neil degrasse tyson or something like there's yes. some really and then um where you know the narration is really good or however you want to put it but it's coupled with some of the images you get to see like mm-hmm. when you see some of the great telescope images like to me when you start looking at the different, you know, whatever nebulas or galaxies, or it's just mm-hmm. the the stuff is just like it's to me just draws you in with like really good delivery. So I don't know. I agree with you. Like it's like that stuff's so so cool to watch. They've gotten so well, and a lot of things is they've they've gotten so much better at the delivery of this information. I mean, I love documentaries now. I've loved them for years, but they sure. were not nearly as entertaining as they they're way now. I mean, they're they're so much well they're so better at providing that now and making these documentaries that are captivating and interesting. Whereas documentaries before were never seen as interesting. They were seen as you know good information or it's but I, like you know just the stuff we watched. It and it's the same thing with the delivery of the science shows and anything that it is is they've gotten better at understanding that, hey, you know what? Um, we've got a lot of people that can give a lot of good information. They got a, they're, they're just way better at delivering their information to you in an interesting way, not just here's the facts. It's like, okay, here you go. And you're right, like like the illustrations and, and the you know, diagrams and, and the people delivering the information are more interesting. I mean, they, they've made it, which I think is kind of cool. I like the fact that they've made scientists out to be like rock stars now in a way i love it because i think it's cool these people are smart they're doing some really neat stuff and yeah it's not music like rock stars but i you know i just think it's great for you know them be able to be out there and for people to understand like a neil degrasse tyson you know or you know numerous of the other ones that you that you see that are very very good and very interesting and they've all embraced that kind of kind of role which i i think is great i think I think it's deserved. I, I really think with the information that they have and the stuff that they study and, and all that, I, I definitely, and they're smart people, I, I definitely think that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy they get to have some sort of like little pseudo notoriety from it in a good way. You know, not, not you know, well, it's a trash it's, TV guy. It's, it's the right, pe- it's, it's the people that are helping us move along a lot more than a lot of people that have notoriety, right? Oh, sure. Of course. <laughs> Like I, you know, like, like I can the, think of all the people I'd rather have a have a, like a dinner with or a beer with. And the, most of them are like, they're not like music people or actors. They're more like, you know, cooks. You know, like the food shows or the scientists we see. Like those are the people that I'm like, oh, I think it'd be cool to have a beer with that guy, you know, or something. And oh, not no even kidding, talk, right? not even talk space. I just mean he's an interesting person. Like I've heard Tyson on, you know, outside of science when he's on Rogan stuff, he's interesting and he, and he's uh, you know, so I'm I think it's great. I think it's great that these areas are highlighted more and more. People have been interested in them. That that you know, people are at least, like I said, not rock stars. They aren't rock stars, but they're they're very they're known. 
and respected and people yeah. enjoy the information that they provide. And I think it's great because it's actual tangible information. Well, it's, you know, that's, you know, I like music. You can get so, back to the yeah, point. Of, I think it's know, great to be a music star, but I mean, you get back to the point of, um, you know, talking about like, no, what was I going to say? But like, well, the, you know, when you just even just talk like the rock stars of, of whatever, like mm-hmm. it's cool because like they're, they're really, you know, the stuff they're sharing is, is more fantastical than any, what any rock star or, mm-hmm. you know, like movie ever does. Like the, the, tr- you know, they say the truth is stranger than fiction. Well, you know, I think that, you know, there's also, like, there's just the, you know, like everything to discuss out, what, what's out in space that we know that's out there is like, is you can't like it's crazier than some of the stories and movies and stuff we watch, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, like right. it's it's you know, you make some pretty crazy movies and stuff, but then people tell you what's out there in space, and you're like, uh, that beats any sort of fiction. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, entertainment has a, and I think it, which I like, entertainment has a significant place in our society for many reasons, whether it be sports entertainment, music, act, you know, uh, the arts acting, all that stuff. It all has a very good place. People, humans need to also be entertained, you know? And I I totally, I like that. Um, So I, you know, with music, it's, yeah, I mean, to me, it's fascinating. It's like, especially, you know, musicians, because I don't, I'm not a musician. So I've I've always kind of respected these people to be able able to go out and do this on a constant basis, you know? And it's, it's an art and they're, People are good at it. And it's really neat when those people like that, you know, that last for a long time. And, but I don't, you know, I don't look at music the same way I look at it as like science information. Like I think music is great. It gives you your feeling. We like it. It, you know, I'm glad people make money doing it. It's fan, whatever. But I look at science and information and anything really. And I look at that and go, that's where you really should be looking at, you know, what information you're being provided. Like there's entertainment and then there's knowledge. And I think yeah. when you learn, what yeah. I like about the space shows is that I'm not a really heavy thinker kind of guy. I'm not. I enjoy things. No. Don't say, don't no. say that. Well, I, well, I, but, I've seen but, your meme. I've seen the memes you put out there. There's some, there's some, <laughs> some of them. Some of them. Yeah. Uh, but, see? but, but no, I, what I think in general, those, but when I watch those type of shows, like the science shows that I watch though, I stop and I think a lot more about things. You know, I don't do it on a daily basis in a lot of things that I do, but I do put more thought in things w- when I watch that. And so I enjoy that part of it. I mean, I wouldn't want to sit around and have a roundtable discussion for 10 hours on, on you know, Pluto. Really. But I like talking about science stuff in general for a good amount of time. But I just wouldn't want to be focused right on one thing. You know, especially with that. Yeah. So, but it's interesting and, and I, I enjoy it. I, I, I love documentaries now and of all types, cause we've talked, we've bounced documentaries that we recommend to each other off all the time. That's right. And great stuff. I mean, but you're right. The, the delivery model is, is so much better. Like they've really understood that, look, we really want to produce an item that is not only documentary, which is, you know, factual information. We want it to also be captivating and, and entertaining all at the same time. And I, think once they figured out how to do that there's a lot of people that like documentaries remember used back in the day like documentaries be like that's weird you watch a lot oh, yeah you're a nerd right well now totally. it's not really the same right it's not the same anymore it's i know people all the time that'd be like oh man check this documentary out where you would not be do that even say that 10 15 years ago so 
I'm glad. I'm glad because I just I like and I and I watch a lot of documentaries over a lot of other things. I, I mean, I watch a lot of TV shows on Netflix like Frasier and things like that, but I don't really watch a lot of current TV shows on TV. I, I watch like episodes of Frasier and stuff, but I watch a lot of documentaries and just movies. So I'm like, you just get all this information, you know, about documentaries. I mean, come hey, you never know where you're going to use that information. Like talking about, you know, Holy Hell documentary or you know, just anything about Jim Jones, right? I mean, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you <laughs> you know, don't know where you're going to be using that maths when you grow up, but you'll be using that maths. And Mike's like, I will, t- I will tell well, you. you never know when you watch a documentary when you might use, might need that information. You, you know, it's actually surprising. I use it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's like, and I don't do it to do it. I just... I just think some it's very amazing some things that you could easily go, oh, yeah, you know, you're talking about this, and I watched this, and this kind of ties in. It's really kind of funny, and I so I, I found that to be a lot more fascinating now than – but, yeah, before, like the old PBS stuff, it's like, oh, God, pulling teeth. It's just not interesting. Yeah. There's just nothing interesting about it. Yeah, it's But it's the same information. Is it, yeah, but it's also well, but it's, but it's, science you know, it's, twenty years it, ago is not the same as is now. Well, in terms in, of delivery and delivery right and you know science show, yeah, it's it's definitely better. Um, so. what are we at? We're at, you know what I was thinking. We went through mm-hmm. our topics. I think we got through things because we had sort of our preamble that people didn't mm-hmm. hear where we kind of went over things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got through this. I feel like we got through this one. Kind of quick today. How, how how are you feeling on it? We got we actually got going a little bit early. People didn't know that. We could get to bed at a decent. Turned time. out to our benefit that we yeah. did that because of that. No, yeah. actually, it was kind of funny. I was just thinking that you said that. I was like, I, I don't know how long we're going. I know we kind of went through our initial stuff faster, and I, I obviously a lot of stuff that that happens on any podcast, which is you know chit chatting and and you know impromptu is funny stuff and we kind of missed that part in the beginning because it didn't really work for us this time we kind of went into x y and z so it feels like because we have been doing it a while but i i, I do feel like we've covered a lot of stuff in in yeah. what feels like a short amount of time because we we condensed a lot of we the in between talk on the first stuff which i like that when we do we that were, and i think a lot of people would if, agree with we that we were but. effective we were effective and efficient it, yes and it's not always going to be that way. We don't want, you know, we don't want to get your hopes up. <laughs> we are ramblers sometimes. We do. Totally. But that's part of our, it's part of our charm. It is part of our charm. <laughs> um, so please tell us about our charm at mm-hmm. Eric, Mike, Mike, Eric, Eric, Mike, Mike, Eric at gmail.com. Or you can zip on over to our righty, tidyo, neato Instagram page. <laughs> That's, it's all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's all those the Mono E Mono podcast on Instagram. <laughs> so we do post our episodes. Uh, we do post whenever we download. We'll, we'll give you a tile there with a title and, and a link and uh, Facebook as well. Yeah. We do that separately because we don't really have a Mono E Mono site on Facebook yet. No. And uh, But Instagram and, and all that. And please, again, um, send us any kind of thoughts or questions or even topics you might want to hear about or just your overall thoughts in general uh to uh, either one of those locations and we would uh, or both uh, be happy to or both or yeah or if you want to be efficient and get them in and, and and get them to both places to make sure that uh we get it hey i understand i'm like that too <laughs> yes and uh you know it's been a shorter one so maybe you don't always make it to the end of one of our episodes but you know 
We do have some important mm-hmm. uh, information. You made it now. To, we, and we have important information to, uh, to leave people with, and that's, uh, that is, folks, just please mm-hmm. remember, Epstein didn't kill himself.